Good afternoon, Darcy. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thanks so much for welcoming me onto your podcast. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. I'm absolutely thrilled to be able to talk to someone in your part of the United States, um, especially in a setting as idyllic and gorgeous as Tennessee Springs. I appreciate you sending me the information so I could see just how appealing that area is, uh, what a retreat it could be. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm excited to um, just share a little bit about what I do and um, the place where I live. First, if you would, please tell tell me a little bit about your history as a healer and a nurse before you decided to become a nurse coach. Mm, yeah, great question. Well, I grew up with a mom who was a healthcare professional, so I was exposed to healthcare early on, and um, she was a respiratory therapist and also a massage therapist. So I was I was drawn to the healing arts early on. As a teenager, I um, I suffered with kind of an, a mystery illness and eventually was diagnosed with chronic fatigue. Through that, my mom was really my advocate in um, going to different providers and trying to figure out what was going on. And although we got some answers from um, traditional Western medicine, the real relief that I got was from complementary or alternative medicine. And particularly acupressure and um, Chinese medicine, using Chinese herbs and um, lifestyle changes to to really help. That really piqued my interest. And I started doing kind of energy healing, acupressure and, and massage early in my teenage years. And then I kind of veered off and went into biology. When I, when I went to college, I studied biology and, and more concrete sciences. And then I started working in wildlife biology, and it just didn't quite resonate with me. And I think a large part of that was um, that the animals really didn't didn't like it. They didn't like being helped by me. So I always felt uh, misaligned with with that work. And then at some point, the idea of nursing occurred to me. And and then that was just like a, a catapult to to go into nursing, and it just felt um, perfectly aligned to to leap into that field. So that's how I how I got into nursing, and it really brought back that that desire to serve and connect directly with people. At what age did you change careers and enter the nursing program? Uh, that was in my late twenties when I when I started nursing, and um, I was able to do an accelerated program because I already had a degree in biology. So so that was great. And then I I started like inpatient rehab for neurological injuries like stroke and spinal cord injury and head injuries, and I absolutely loved that. I loved working directly with patients and having patients for a long time because. I was able to make those one-to-one connections and really help people with recovering from really traumatic situations. So in that particular area of nursing, how long could you expect to have uh, a care relationship with a patient? Mm, yeah, sometimes we had people for four or five months in in rehab if they had if they came to us um, as they were emerging from a coma, from a head injury, for example, or recovering from a stroke and just needing very intense rehab. So at what point were you prompted to seek nurse coaching? How long had you been a nurse? 
Uh, I had been a nurse, let's see, probably about uh, 14 years. I feel like my journey with nurse coaching really began um, when I was working in a busy busy hospital doing a lot of patient care and working a lot of overtime and really feeling, starting to feel that burnout and compassion fatigue that so many healthcare professionals are struggling with right now. And um, right around that same time, I had a, a big loss in my life. I lost a really close friend and that kind of threw me into a depression. And I was just, I was struggling in both my personal life and my professional life. I started seeing a therapist, like in our first session, she just dove straight in and started asking me questions. And now I recognize those as coach type questions. At the time, I, I really had not experienced that before, but she was asking me questions like, what is your purpose in life? And where do you want to be in five years? And I just drew an absolute complete blank. I had never thought of those those questions before. And I realized that I'd sort of been drifting through life and having incredible experiences, having amazing doors open to me, but not living with intention. So it really, I went home from, from that first session and I sat down and I did my homework and I answered those questions. And it really catapulted me into a different direction. And within six months, I had left that job. I had moved to a different region and I had met my now husband. So it just really started this process of living with intention, really listening to my own intuition and prioritizing myself. Yeah, it caused a lot of shifts in in my life at that time. So you mentioned moving regions. When you were practicing nursing, you were not in Alaska or you were in Alaska in a different area? Just I'm just wondering how adventurous you've been in terms of the places you've lived and the places where you've worked. Yeah, that was I was still living in Alaska and I, I was living up in Anchorage in the biggest city in Alaska. I was really craving a smaller community. And um, so I ended up moving down to Southeast Alaska to a smaller community. And now I live in an even smaller community. So I've I've stayed in Alaska and I've just transitioned to smaller and smaller, more rural communities. It's been an incredible process. How did you find the Nurse Collective program? I, you know, I worked, the first experience that I had with a nurse coach was working with um, a nurse coach who helped with career transitions. And so I worked with him for a couple months and that really piqued my interest in nurse coaching. That was the first experience I had with it and the first I had heard of it. And it still took me a few years of kind of having it on the back burner, looking at different programs. And I discovered the Nurse Coach Collective and it just kept coming up. Their ads would come up or on Facebook. And I just kept looking at it. And it really resonated with me because the Nurse Coach Collective is very holistic. They really focus on the whole person and all aspects of a person in their coaching techniques. And that uh, that really drew me in because that is my philosophy and um, looking at the whole whole person and not just focusing on one, one area is um, really important to me. So even after discovering it, it took a while for me to commit, but time came where I was ready for something different. And that's when I signed up. Was it a complete commitment in terms of limiting your ability to work? 
It was it was at an interesting time in my life because I uh, was pregnant when I signed up, and then I had a baby during that time, and so it was it was a very busy time in my life, and yet I made it a priority. They were so supportive in in helping um, helping with that, helping me understand what kind of time it would take and whether it would be possible for me to do with little kids. And I was still working. My husband was also very supportive in in having us just structure our lives so that I could work. I wasn't sure at the time what I would do with it. It definitely felt like I would have my own private practice, but I wasn't sure how that looked. So that kind of evolved over the course of the time that I was in the collective and um, and then even more so. Um, I started in January of 2020. So it was right when COVID was happening. All of the program went online. So all of my practice patients were over Zoom. That wasn't something that that any of us were anticipating. But the amazing thing for me was that it opened that door to realizing that I could work with clients anywhere. That was just a game changer for me and for where I could live and um, still be able to serve people and make a difference in others' lives. And it definitely reshaped our world in terms of multiple sectors of business and industry, for sure. What part of the Nurse Coach Collective curriculum do you feel shaped your own transformative wellness program? Mm. I feel like it was that aspect of holism and um, just really looking at individuals as individuals and crafting your coaching in an organic way so that each individual has a different coaching program, essentially. Um, so I really work with people to to meet them where they are. And that was a big part of the Nurse Coach Collective, um, just really, really valuing people as individuals where they are in this moment and serving them there. Give me an idea of how your program, your transformative wellness, I should say, has been able to accomplish um, something monumental physically or otherwise for one or more of your clients. What were your great wins uh, once you became a nurse coach? Mm, yeah. Well, I I absolutely love to empower people, and I, I work with a lot of coaches, healers, healthcare professionals, um, and entrepreneurs to, to really learn to prioritize themselves. Because what I've found is that people in those professions often have been taking care, like part of the profession is serving. And, and so they've been taking care of everyone else. And in that process, either never learn to take care of themselves or have, have kind of left that behind at some point along their journey. And it really has a huge impact on quality of life, on business growth, and just overall overall well-being, allowing people to really embody um, themselves and begin to listen to their own intuition and their own internal voice and trust themselves, engage with themselves to come from an empowered place when they are are stepping into their career or relationships or business business. So I feel like people who work with me often come away with 
a lot of confidence. And um, although I'm not a business coach, people definitely have um, growth in their business because of working on themselves. And then in their personal life, I see people just being able to hold boundaries, learn to communicate better, and sometimes just dramatically change their life, moving across the country or starting new jobs, asking for raises. Can you give an example of some advice that you might give someone who, let's say, lacks confidence to ask to be given a new responsibility at work or asks for a raise? You say, okay, uh, I would recommend you picture this, or I would recommend that you journal this, or just trying to get an idea of some of the techniques involved. Mm, Yeah. What I really love is using the nervous system and really understanding from kind of a top-down approach, like how the nervous system works and why they might be having the the reaction or the lack of confidence that they might be having, what's going on in the nervous system, and then being able to tap into the body and really feel what's going on physically in their body and coming from from there to to step into their own power. So It's that idea of really embodying themselves and feeling into their authentic self. And when people are able to to step into that, then they naturally have more confidence to, to ask for a raise or to ask for more responsibility. And it's about doing that deeper work to understand physiologically what's going on in our bodies and then um, really deeply feel. So is it kind of like a guided meditation to get them in touch with their, like you said, their, their, what's happening neurologically? Yeah, I definitely love to, to use um, guided mindfulness to allow people to access what they're feeling in their body. And sometimes that's a slow process, especially for people who, who are not used to being in their bodies, because a lot of us are like that, especially especially healthcare professionals. Gutted uh, mindfulness is very helpful, doing exercises that stimulate the vagus nerve and allow a person to feel safe in their environment. Um, Those can be really helpful for just getting into the body and feeling safe in the body. Being from a medical background, I love to understand what's going on in the body. And I feel like a lot of times coaching and some of these more spiritual techniques like manifestation and that sort of thing are kind of um, shrouded in mystery. I love to understand the physiological effects and like what's happening in the brain and in the nervous system when we are doing these activities that really can work. Um, But for me, it works more if I understand why. That provided a beautiful explanation on a physiological level as far as your techniques are concerned. Have you had to collaborate on behalf of one of your clients with another holistic practitioner? What I have done is helped clients with challenges in communicating with their providers. So I haven't worked directly with providers on behalf of my clients, but um, I've had clients who have struggled to be heard by their providers. And so helping them find the power to speak up on their behalf and ask for what they truly need in their healthcare is something that I have done. And that is so valuable. I, I understand how people can often feel intimidated and perhaps a little powerless when it comes to communicating with a healthcare provider. 
what kind of physical health issues have people approached you with? Great question. Um, and it's interesting because I, I definitely do tend to work more on the, um, on the deeper um, spiritual, emotional, nervous system sort of work. And, but people do come to me with, with health issues, maybe a, a high hemoglobin A1C or weight loss challenges, depression, and autoimmune. Those are some real common ones that I see. And we, we certainly will set goals around what they come to me for specifically. However, often working on the deeper issues can help change their relationship to their illness. That in itself can help them make lifestyle changes, and just empower them to to choose a different way. Sometimes becoming more aware of what's happening in their body can allow them to make different choices about what they're eating or be more willing to, to look at a different perspective for their health. Do you have a particular preference as far as how you advise clients who have a hemoglobin A1C that's in the critical realm? There's so many different ways to go. I mean, there's there's carb counting. There's uh, there's the ketogenic diet. Would you have any particular favorite as far as that goes? I don't. As a coach, I really don't make recommendations. Um, what I like to do is is guide people to clients to make their own decision on what feels right for them because I feel like it's different for everyone, like we talked about earlier. And so really, really figuring out what works for them. And sometimes that takes some experimentation on their part. You know, depending on the situation, I also refer to to other people. So if I if I feel like someone would benefit from working with a diabetes educator, if if they need more education rather than coaching, then I will refer out have you had a particular client case that you found to be your greatest challenge? In coaching, the challenge can arise when when people are not quite ready for coaching, when they're not quite ready to take action. And that's just part of the coaching process is allowing someone the space to get to a place where they are ready to take action. I think that that would be the biggest challenge is just meeting someone where they are and allowing them the space to be there instead of putting your own agenda on it as a coach to to want them to arrive at a certain place. It's just allowing them to be where they are at that moment. And that's so difficult for anyone just to allow people to reach their own solutions to take agentic measures for themselves. I am inspired by my clients every day. I feel like I learn from them every day. And it's been such a privilege to work with such a wide range of of clients and just see how what works for everyone, what works for one person doesn't work for another. And it's been such a privilege to be on that journey with clients and um, learn from them along the way. Do you have an example of how one of your clients' journeys may have changed something in your own life? Just being on the journey with with clients is something that has allowed me to 
maybe create more um, space in my own life for prioritizing myself. So that's what I work on with people. Um, without doing it myself, it doesn't work. So I feel like in a lot of cases, I can't take clients deeper than I go myself. And so it's important to me to continue growing, continue um, having my own coach and working on my own challenges so that I can continue to serve clients in the best way possible. So I'm intrigued that you have your own coach. Mm, Yes. Yes. I definitely believe in coaching and I believe that every coach should have a coach. Yeah. That's how, that's how we grow. That's how we learn as coaches. And it's just so important. I was especially interested when I viewed your website by the Reconnect Retreat, and I was hoping that you could describe some of the activities uh, that you encourage for your guests there. Can you give some more details on that? Right now, this retreat is is for current clients, and I love to to bring clients here so that they can step away from their life where the place that I live is very remote. So they fly in on a float plane and it's in Southeast Alaska. So we live in the Tongass National Forest. So it's absolutely stunning beautiful mountains and forests and water. And then they arrive to Tenneke Springs, which is a remote community of about 100 people. We don't have cars here. It's um, calm and quiet and still and surrounded by nature. I really want the retreat to be a place of reconnecting, reconnecting with nature, reconnecting deeply with themselves. I really love to do yoga that encourages exploration of the body and embodiment and emotional expression. And then also doing some body work. So that can look like massage or Reiki, um, cranial sacral. There's also a hot springs here for people to be able to just immerse themselves in the healing properties of the hot springs. And then we do kind of traditional Alaska things like getting out on the boat, watching whales, fishing, if people are into that kind of wildlife viewing and hiking, um, forest bathing, and along with that, doing workshops that promote creativity, promote really getting in touch with your intuition and be able to do what feels good to them in that five days that they're here. Another activity that we often do is cold water immersion. It's just a practice that that I myself love and I love to introduce people to it. And this is just such a beautiful location to immerse yourself in the ocean while you are looking at the mountains and watching whales go by and having seals swim nearby. And um, yeah, so it's really about deeply connecting. Right now, I am doing it in June, the beginning of June. So um, that is, that's the time that next year's retreat will be. That is so exciting. Just your description of seeing seals and and watching whales being so close to almost touch them sounds so magical and and something that obviously we couldn't reproduce in my part of the country. (laughs) I, I appreciate that. What is a typical duration of relationship that you have in your coaching? What is the shortest amount of time you've had with someone versus the longest? With coaching, we often work with people in containers. So the idea behind a container is that it's a length of time that the client is fully committing to the change that they want in their life. 
And so the shortest container that I do is three months and the longest is a year. And it really depends on what a client is looking to create in their life as to what size container they want to do. I also do group containers. So um, right now I have a group called Joyful Intention that is specifically for female healers, coaches, entrepreneurs, and healthcare professionals to really dive into connecting deeply with who they are and learning to care for themselves as well as they care for everyone else. So we really we spend a year together in that container, engage with that with that kindred community because I feel like that's something that often our society has lost is that connection with other women. We we just really work on understanding the nervous system and using that in our lives to exist in more of a space of creativity where we can listen to our intuition and expand in in our careers, in our personal life. Just start to feel more deeply, whether that's joy or or other emotions. We meet two to three times a month as a group. And then we also have each client has a one-to-one session every month. So they can kind of go deeper into whatever they want to focus on or whatever they're working on. And then I always include yoga and breath work in all of my coaching containers because I really love both of those modalities for going deeper, really working through um, traumas that our bodies are holding and being able to process those traumas without actually having to use our mind. I appreciate your elaboration because it it helped me understand what gifts you offer in that program to your clients. So as a final question, what is it that you feel is the core value of of nurse coaching? What is it that that you think would benefit your average Jane? The core value of nurse coaching in general is is service, service to our clients and a large part of what nurse coaches do is allow people, empower people to really connect deeply with themselves and listen to themselves. I really feel like coaching is a partnership between the client and the coach where they collaboratively identify what change a client wants and then create a pathway to to make that change happen. So it's really about empowerment, it's about service, and it's about meeting a client where they are on their journey. That's a perfect uh, synopsis. I, I appreciate that. And I could continue asking you more about your part of the country. I have a, a traveler spirit, but uh, I, w- I do want to be respectful of your time and tell you thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for opening my eyes to nurse coaching, especially your own brand of nurse coaching. Well, it's been so great to talk to you and your listeners, and I am really thankful for the connection. Oh.